Blog Talk Radio. Wake up, everybody. It's time to get squared away with Navy SEAL Radio. I'm your host, David Rutherford. As a behavioral training expert, top motivational speaker, author, and performance coach, it's my mission in life to help you defeat the negative insurgency in your life. So get fired up to use Frog Logic, the Navy SEAL training program, to help you succeed in any environment imaginable. Booyah! All right. bother to get out of bed today. I don't want to get up. I'm just going to sit here and stay in my dark room. It's just too hard out there today. There's too many things fighting against me. There's just too many things that won't let me win. I can't win. I'm not good enough. I don't understand. I don't have the training. I don't have the money. I don't have this. I don't have that. It's too hard. There's too many things against me. There's too many things out there that don't want me to succeed. Too many people, too many people bringing down, coming down on me. Too, there's just too much out there. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough. Uh, I don't have enough smarts. I don't have enough. I'm not in shape. I don't. I don't have enough willpower. I don't have enough. It's just too damn hard. Yourself right now. Are you your own worst enemy? Do you get in your way? Every single day. That that inside your mind that just is exploding with the things that inhibit you from succeeding. That twists your perception into, into this ridiculous place of, of contorted ideas and truths. Is that what's going on up there? Blasting away at your ability to succeed every day with a big old chain gun, right? A big old mob deuce, right? Maybe throwing a, a grenade on yourself every day. Why? Or maybe you do have a little fight in you and you get going and you, you rise up, you get out of bed and you, you drink your protein shake and you get on your workout shirts and, and then all of a sudden you, you don't feel like doing it. Or maybe you do do it for a day and a half, but then you quit after that and you can't keep up the pace. Now, why is that? Why can't you keep up the pace? Tell me that. I'll tell you why. Because you have this, you're waging this war inside your own mind every single day that you wake up. Every single day you get out of bed, 
you're actively engaging in a fight against yourself. You want to defeat yourself. You want to see yourself end. But you're like, whoa, 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 and hold, right? You know, that ain't true, man. I'm 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 always every day I'm I'm pushing myself. Every day I'm doing this. Yeah, but sure. Maybe three, four, five times a day you dig down a little deep. But twenty five, thirty five, fifty times a day you're destroying yourself. You're allowing that negative speak to just scream in your brain. The battlefield inside, man. Today's show is about that. I've just been seeing it in so many places around, and I've dealt with it so much in my own life, and I'll talk about that here in a little bit. But what is going on, all right? Today's show title is The Internal Battlefield, Learning to Stay in the Fight. Now, I hope you all are paying close attention. I, I'm sorry I haven't been on the air in a while, but uh, you know I'm, I'm we're doing amazing here at Team Frog Logic. We're truly blessed. I've been on a five week road trip, right, of uh, of speaking around the country to all different types of companies out there, and and uh, doing a bunch of charity events. I, I, I participated in the PX3 sports science charity softball game with the Lone Survivor Foundation, Marcus and his team. And by the way, all I got to tell you out there, Marcus, is is hashtag home run. I'll leave it right there. And then uh, last week I was up in, in Nashville helping out my good buddy David Corlew Charlie Dan- and Charlie Daniels and Joe and Mercedes, right, with the Journey Home Project. And we raised, ro- raised a truckload of money up there. And it was, uh, you know, it's been awesome. But unfortunately, when I have that road schedule, I'm sorry, I miss my family a bunch, so I've been taking some Saturdays off. I apologize. I'm going to get back to it here. Uh, Maybe not. I think I actually might do a weekly show uh, starting here coming up. I know I've been promising to change to the Frog Logic podcast, and I'm going to do that. I'm just, I'm out there searching for the right uh, producer for my show right now. It's taking a little time. But we got some big, exciting things coming up, and I'll talk about more of that later. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about that internal battlefield. Now ask yourself right now, are you winning the war inside your own mind? Well, it's pretty easy to gauge. Now, a lot of people don't like to do that because they don't want to admit the truth of where they're at in their lives. Okay, And that truth is how you're performing on the battlefield. All right? Now, listen. Some of the things you got to understand is, is and we're going to talk about this today, is first and foremost, where and when does the battle start, right? At what point in your lives or what point down the road in the past or whenever or in today, how does it start percolating? How does it start bubbling? How do you start losing the offensive, so to speak? And then that negativity or the negative insurgency, I call it, right? And we all know what the negative insurgency is out there. It's that ever-present perpetual pressure of negativity that's applied in almost every aspect of your life, right? It's there in your own mind, of course. That's what we're talking about. It's it's external influences with those that, uh, uh, you know, themselves are dealing with an internal battle, right? It's uh, We see it in, you know, all the different stuff that we watch, all right, that we consume mentally, that we consume spiritually, that we consume physically, right? 
how we don't take care of ourselves, all these things. That is the negative insurgency. And it's real, folks. Just like ISIS is real. Just like radical, Islamic, fundamentalist crazies are real. The negative insurgency is real for us. Right? And that's why you know, your pursuit, your perpetual suit of positivity is a requirement in your life. And we're going to talk about how, how you get there later on. All right, so that negative insurgency is out there. Now, here's a statistic that I'm not sure you're familiar with, but I hope it makes you feel better or feel worse. I don't know. How, however you look at it, is your glass half full or half empty? Right, There are 90 million people in this country that suffer from some type of disorder, whether it's anxiety, depression, bipolar, schizophrenia, and every, everything in between. 90 million people. That's a truckload of people out there. You know, if you want to get out there and understand and maybe you're you're a little worried about what you're going through or something, man, check out the diagnostic and statistical manual for mental disorders. Right? Now, listen, let me read kind of this is on 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 psychiatry.org. This is what it says about the history of the DSM, right? The need for a classification of mental disorders has been clear throughout the history of medicine. But until recently, there was little agreement on which disorders should be included and the optimal method of their organization. The many different classification systems that were developed over the past 2,000 years have differed in their relative emphasis on a bunch of big scientific words in the course of defining features. Some systems include only a handful of diagnostic categories. Others include thousands. Moreover, the various – here's the deal. This is a big fat book on how jacked up we are. Right. That's how prevalent it is. Right. We've been studying this stuff really in a modern era in terms of psychiatry and psychology. Pretty hardcore since, you know, the early 1900s. And there's been all different kinds of of cool psychology. And I'm going to talk about a modern type of psychology that I think all you guys should check out. Um, All right. So when you start looking at those numbers and and then how prevalent it is out there, now you start going, wow, okay, all right, you know. You know, there's other people like me. But the problem, because we're so sketched out, we're so weirded out, we're so freaked out, we're so afraid of judgment, that fear thing. I talk a lot about it. If you want to know more about how I help you embrace your fear, check out my Embrace Fear series. I've got a YouTube videos. I've got a bunch of shows on it on my radio show. Check that out, right? So that fear component, right? Because of all that, we don't want to go out and reach out to other people that might be suffering through a similar thing. Now listen, ladies and gentlemen, I've been I've been literally studying the human condition for 25 years, really totally for for my own for my own edification, for my own search because of my own problems, plus my own uh, just fascination with how we function in extreme environments, right? Now, those extreme environments have been everything for me from battling depression in college to going through SEAL training to going to combat to being a, a, a medic uh, to being in hospitals to losing people, you know, uh, you know, pounding on their chest doing CPR to all the way up to international contracting and, you know, a whole gambit and then being a motivational speaker and coach for the past 10 years. And really digging into this stuff from a research perspective for the last 12, maybe more than that, for when I became an instructor at, at SEAL qualification training. So I, you know, I've, I've de- dedicated an incredible amount of time to trying to understand all this stuff. 
And what I truly know is that we all possess some level of the insurgency, the negative insurgency inside ourselves. Even me, people all the time, they go, Rut, man, you're the most positive dude I know. You're the, I mean, you're always on fire. Your energy's off the hook. And, I, and that's true, folks, it is. But I work my butt off in order to keep it up that level. And don't think I don't have my, my ebbs and flows, my peaks and valley, because I do. Just ask my wife, the Admiral. She'll tell you straight up. Oh, yeah. He brings home the, the sourpuss face. Me starts whining. And I do. I'm not going to lie to you. I do. It's wild how that happens. Now, here's the deal, man. Let me tell you what. When you start looking at yourself, which is something we all need to do every single day. Every single day, you need to just you know, point those redirectors back on yourself for a fraction of a second or a second or 10 minutes. Maybe you need hours doing it because I've been doing it for a long time. you got to figure out, all right, where, where does your negativity start? Because a lot of times, man, and I talk to people all the time who are like, you know, when I was a young person, man, I was flourishing and I was, I was full of life and vibrant and I had energy and I was ready to go, you know. And, by, and now I'm just a, a big ball of mess. Well, I say, when did it start? And, and many, many people say, you know what? It just slowly began to unravel. Like an old, you know, like an old suit <laughs> or an old shirt that you love. You know, you just worn it out. And that's what happens in our lives. We, we, we go so hard and we, we, we put so much pressure on ourselves and we, we live in this fast-paced, chaotic world and we have these external things that are out of our control. And you know what? Those, those warm and fuzzies, man, that, that uniform that you wear, it just gets old. It gets beat up. It takes a beating. So what do you got to do? It's pretty basic. What do you have to do? You gotta go get issued a new uniform. <laughs> and I know what everybody's saying. Well, you're you're like, well, Rut, uh, my supply locker, they're all out. <laughs> and I hear that. All right, I, I know you. For all my Marine Corps buddies, that's all I've ever heard you say is, "We don't get new gear like seals." <laughs> but here's the deal. Let me tell you what. You don't have to have. You can build your own new kit. You can stitch together your own new uniform. I'm telling you, it's possible. I've done it multiple times. In fact, my first foray into this whole madness started, you know, after I I went into college. And many of you have heard me tell this story a lot, but he, you know, my dream was to play collegiate football. You know, and I but I didn't get recruited. We were 0 and 10 my senior year at St. Andrews. 0 and 10, man. Horrible. In fact, our final game against our arch rival, Pinecrest, they beat us 67 to nothing. They knocked me out of the game twice. <laughs> That's hardcore, right? Well, there goes my my 12-year dream of wanting to play football. Well, uh, thankfully, I had the opportunity to do a postgraduate year up at Choate in Connecticut, recruited up there, and we went up there. But unfortunately, they recruited two quarterbacks. Coach said, oh, yeah, you're the only one. Another guy showed up, and I love Mike to death. God bless him. I hope you're crushing out there, Mike. I was just at your alma mater recently. And, uh, um, you know, we, we did great. We were the New England big school prep, prep school champions, best team in Choate's history. And, uh, but I still, 
didn't get recruited by anyone I want. So when I finally did get recruited to play lacrosse because of my old coach, Gary, he's the one who ultimately got me in Penn State, I showed up, I figured I'd walk on the football team. But when when I found out who the freshman quarterback is, Kerry Collins, you know, 11-year NFL player, two Super Bowls, one of the best players at in, in, in Penn State's history, when I find out that Kerry was my competition, it started in my head. I can't do that. I can't beat him. I'll never play. Why bother? I mean, imagine that. Since the time I was a kid, I wanted to play football in college. That's all I thought about. And in the fraction of an instant, I gave all that up. Because that in, I wasn't prepared for that internal battle. The battlefield was too big for me. I'd never seen a battlefield that big, right? Ever in my life. Now, that's a big deal, folks. Because that's when it starts, when you're confronted with those decisions that seem like they're impossible to overcome or, or maybe even just challenging a little bit. And you just quit. You don't go for it. You don't try. Even if I would have tried and failed, I still could have looked at myself in the mirror and maybe my career at Penn State would have been different. But instead, I spiraled down into a pit of depression fueled by Jack Daniels that almost killed me multiple times. Now that's, that's a battlefield. And I didn't have the right tools to stay in that fight. Now ask yourself, have you been there before? Because I'm, I'm willing to bet most of you have. Or maybe you're there right now. Maybe right at this moment, the, 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 you know, you're, you're in that ship, man, and, and, the, and the hurricane is blasting you. Or, or, or you know what, you're trying to, you're, you're, you're bunkered down, you dug out a foxhole, and, and, and the negative insurgency is just lobbing mortars on top of you, and you're just like. And this just keeps going on and on. And you're literally seconds away from quitting. You gotta stay in the fight. Because that's what's gonna teach you who you are. It's gonna give you the 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 the, the energy, the focus, the, the the motivation, the drive, the perseverance, the grit, whatever you want to call it, the positivity in order to begin living your life as you should. And that's filled with happiness. That's filled with joy. That's filled with faith in God and family and team. And these are not just cliches that people just should whip around so casually, man. These are the things that keep you alive, literally. I'm telling you from experience. Now, for me, when I hit that rock bottom, man, luckily, you know, I had an epiphany. Fueled by the Lord. And I woke up one day and decided, I, you know what, i got to change my life. And how am I going to do that? Well, I really have to go to battle. In order for me to figure out how to learn how to stay in a fight, I literally got to go train myself to fight. So that's why I joined the SEAL teams, the SEAL program. And almost 20 years ago, actually we're coming up on it in about in a few days here. It'll be 20 years since I walked through the doors at basic underwater demolition seal training out in Coronado. November 95. 20 years, man. Because I had 
in those moments when I was in, in the hole in college, I did study. I did research. I read every kind of philosophy that can think of sociology. I studied I studied poetry. I studied art history. I studied I read my brains out. I read, you know, Kant, Kafka. I read uh I read uh you you name it, Descartes, you Socrates, Plato. I mean I read it all. Plus, I read about religion. I read about everything I could get my hands on. I read about all these crazy writers out there. Jack Kerouac, Charles Bukowski, Hunter Thompson. Now, maybe that fueled my my mind in the wrong direction with chaotic behavior, but it certainly opened up my mind to see that there's so much more out there in life that I just don't know about. Well, I discovered that in order to get in the fight, and to be able to stay, keep my ground on the battlefield in my head, I needed to train. And I had to learn how to fight. So I'll tell you what, I walked through those doors. <laughs> and buds, man. <laughs> and did I get hammered. Literally hammered. Now that was brutal. Most of my friends, a lot of my good, well, I shouldn't say most, but a lot of my good friends had the incredible fortune, the fortitude, the intestinal fortitude, the drive, the focus to go straight through Bud. No rolls, no failures, no nothing. Straight through, man, that's awesome. Seven months, bam, and they're done. Unfortunately for me, I wasn't that lucky. I didn't possess the true intestinal fortitude I needed to have in order to get straight through. And injuries combined with you know, doubt combined with fear combined with a failure. I was there 15 months. So for 15 months of my life, I got a physical, mental, and spiritual beatdown that I needed. That's the beauty of this whole thing. I needed that beatdown, man. I was just reading somewhere here recently that, you know, you got to imagine that, you know, your road to salvation or your road to wisdom or your road to, to knowledge or the truth isn't going to be the road you expect it to be. It never is. So you can't imagine, you can't just sit there and, 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 and draw out your little roadmap and plan it out, which you all should. Everybody needs to have a plan. Everybody needs to know, hey, I've got to go this. I've got to set goals. I've got to really be detailed. But guess what? You know how you're going to get there? Like this. Like you're driving in some crazy off-road desert Humvee getting hammered for days and weeks and months and years. Because that's the, that's the road that you get to the battle. That's what teaches you. <laughs> now, thankfully, man... It never got easy for me in the, in, the, in the teams, partially because of my own attitude, right? That crushed me on so many different occasions. I wasn't the one that was 100% focused as a young frogman. I was too wound up in, in the allure of the culture of the teams, right? And the culture plays a big role in us, in our lives. It's who we are. And in the SEAL teams, we develop culture better than everybody else in order to accomplish that specific mission of going to war, period. And doing the job we're required to do. So we create and cultivate that culture better than everybody else, I think, for that mission. Now, unfortunately, for the mission of other things, you can get distracted. At least I did. I know I did. You know, and I wished I had 
done some things probably a lot different than I did. I, my, my career would have probably been different. I'm not going to go back and say I regret anything because I'm here right now. I wouldn't be here right now. I wouldn't have the knowledge I have had I taken the easy road. <laughs> when I say that, I, I think to myself, man, what is the easy road? And it's funny, man. The easy road in life is to do what you're told, right? To To follow the rules, to work hard. And when you do that and you surround yourself with good, positive people, your life is going to be good. And I wouldn't call it the easy road because that's not even hard either. Because the, the, the more you get dialed in on that, the harder you work, the harder you push yourself. Because you're, you're well aware that if you fall flat, there's going to be people around you to pick you back up. Well, my, my journey got to that point, man, where I got all the way through and made it through eight beautiful, glorious years in the spec war community and, and, and you know, even combat deployment to Afghanistan with Team One in the summer of 2002, which I'm very blessed to have participated in. But again, you know, just when I thought I had all my ducks in a row, challenged. Battlefield in my mind goes off. Step on a landmine in my head. And then that came with me when I got out. Now imagine trying to redefine yourself as, as a 31-year-old former Navy SEAL living with your parents at home and in debt with no idea what you're going to do. <laughs> you want to talk about the battlefield? I mean, we're talking Pickett's Charge on that one. <laughs> I literally... Foray after foray, running into my own demise, in my own mind. And you know what? For the next years, not months, years, I waged war against myself. That's, that's, I mean, that's horrible. And it wasn't like there wasn't a lot of opportunities for solutions around me. Sure, it was kind of brand new and dealing with, and, and I didn't know which way to turn. And mostly my pride got in my way and the stigmatism of needing help. But you know what? I just didn't I didn't pull my head up. I stayed in that foxhole. I climbed down deeper, right? Using my little my little MRE spoon to dig out the base of that that foxhole, just keep scooping it out, scooping it out. And instead of pulling the dirt out on top, man, I felt like I was eating that dirt. <laughs> Affecting my own soul with that negativity, man. Now, thankfully, again, I discovered, had another epiphany in this frog logic. Literally was given to me like this gift, man, here, rut, go forth and teach, show people the way. <laughs> I don't know the way. <laughs> I need help. Please help me. <laughs> and that's what happened, man. I started asking for help. I literally picked my head up and said, I need help. And it started coming at me. It started coming at me from all around. Everywhere you could look, it was coming at me, man. It was beautiful. It was this glorious, glorious, just never-ending presence of help that kept, kept coming. And it was amazing, man. It was amazing because within that help, it started, started going, my gosh, man start getting me focused and I started focusing on my personal training right my physical training I wanted to get my body back and get hard again in order for that battle externally to come 
So I started getting in shape and working out like two, two and a half, three hours every day. And then I started reading again. But this time I read stuff that was fueled by positivity, that was fueled by insight, that was beneficial to me as a human being. Just amazing stuff out there. You know, you, you got to recognize that you don't know everything. You got to recognize that we've been around here for a long time. Humans have been thinking about how to improve themselves for a long, long time. Now, granted, you know, a lot of people like to just stay in that negative world because it's safer that way. Right? And and to to actually think that, you know, when you hear, you know, man, I got to search for positivity. I got to search for happiness. That seems interesting to me now. It seems bizarre. I know it's true because I, I created those, you know, those gigantic cracks or, or damaged my own kit when I was in those spaces before, right? I ran empty on my magazine of positivity. And I pulled my mag out and I was out around. But then... But then I started turning around and reaching for more ammo. And people started handing me these fresh mags. And it was amazing, man. It, it transformed my whole life. It was really cool because it, was, it, it, it started coming out in the places that I didn't even expect it. And in doing things I didn't ever expect to do. Whether it was working with a foster care home for boys or doing a thing at the YMCA, or it was my first corporate event, man. It started coming mostly from my incredible wife, the Admiral. She started giving me grenades to lob. And those grenades were in the form of my faith, man. That was huge for me. That transitioned everything, because finally now, as my body was getting dialed in, and my brain was getting dialing because I was reading again like a champ and studying and researching. Then all of a sudden my wife gives me the, you know, the third component of the triad, right? The frog logic triad or the triad of life, the stuff that we need to focus on in every aspect of our life, the three things, the body, the mind, the soul. She, she threw me a grenade, right? Now it's faith. Started this line of question faith until finally I ultimately discovered, you know, my nuclear warhead, which is that New Testament for me. That's powerful stuff. Now, a lot of people are going, all oh, right, you shouldn't use that in negative terms. Well, I'm talking about the battle in my own mind, and I needed an arsenal to fight it. Now, I think maybe you've probably had that going on. If, if you've been overseas or you're a vet and you're struggling right now, man, you're, you're under attack right now too. I know you are in some capacity. Maybe you're in you're in right now and you're under attack. Man, I still con- contact my friends and most of my friends are at senior level positions in the teams and in other places around in other organizations and and I'll tell you what, man, everybody's under attack in some capacity. And those who are waging war in a good way are people that are dialed in physically, mentally and spiritually. I'm telling you. Those who are not are missing something in one of those things. Now, you know, as my training evolved, right, and I started to realize, man, I gotta, I can't just get online like, <laughs> like the old Revolutionary War days and just get on. I gotta start thinking more like Washington and instead of like uh, some of those other, 
you know, let's just frontal assault, ready, prepare to fire, fire, you know, I got to start thinking more like, you know, covert guys, like, like maybe like a Navy SEAL, right? So I started getting a little bit deeper and it was pretty cool, man. About a year and a half ago, all of a sudden I discover this incredible thing out there that is called positive psychology. I was like, get out of here. And it's funny, a buddy of mine gave me this great book. This great, great book here. It's called The Happiness Advantage, right? And it's the seven principles of positive psychology that fuel success and performance at work by Sean Anker. And I read this thing. And I was like, whoa, that's pretty cool. And then that led me to Martin Seligman, pretty much the father of positive psychology at University of Pennsylvania. And I started researching what he had going and found his his whole PERMA philosophy and perma is an acronym for positive emotion engagement relationships meaning and achievement perma when you break those things down you start to understand what positive psychology is about right positive emotion right now here's the thing positive emotion can only be assessed as subjectively this is off his wikipedia page engagement like positive emotion can only be measured through subjective measure. Because the one thing about positive psychology you have to understand is that it's not like most traditional self-help stuff out there at all. right? Self-help stuff is just kind of people living their own lives and pulling it out and figuring, hey, this sounds pretty cool. This is what helped me. This is good. This will work. Positive psychology is an actual science-based formula. I mean, these cats have been studying since 1998. He's been actually studying a long time, since 67, right? He's a big Maslow and humanistic psychology guy back in the day and, and been studying this stuff and, and just in 98 said, you know what? How come when you look at the Journal of Medicine out there and all those the, the journals that have been written, it's so lopsided on how many journals are written about how jacked up we are versus how much positive stuff we, there is? Right, in terms of quality stuff that's out there, and so with that, positive psychology was born. They started studying human beings, and it's not about hey, you know, you're going to turn into a motivational speaker, coach tomorrow, it's man. It's just hey, how do you how do you how do you go from a low ranking, let's say a one out of your zero to ten, right? Zero being you're you're ready to suck start your Glock, and ten means you're you know. You're you're living in this blissful state. You know, it's not saying, hey, we're going to, you know, positive psychology, you know, gets everybody into a 10. Negative, Ghost Rider. That ain't how it works. How it works is it'll get you to a 2. And if you apply it and work hard at it, maybe you'll hit a 5 over the next year or two. And then if you really push hard, maybe you get a 7. Or you top out when you 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 know you you truly reengage with the people you love most. You got a strong faith. You're devout. You're healthy as heck. Maybe you can roll at a like an eight eight point five. I think that's where I'm rolling. Maybe an eight eight point five. That's where I'm at in my life. But I'm telling you what, I'm pushing hard, man. My goal is to break you know that nine mark before I'm pushing up daisies. Maybe nine point five. Now, are you doing that? Are you thinking about all these things, right? If you're interested and you want to know more, 
Go to positivepsychology.org, all right? And this is the Positive Psychology Center at University of Pennsylvania. They got a good question uh, questionnaire on there that you can take for free. It'll gauge your strong points in terms of where your positive psychology is. It's got a lot of information. You know, it'll lead you to a bunch of books out there. There's some stuff online on YouTube you can watch if you want. A bunch of stuff. Now, the cool thing is I, as I started researching this stuff and started reading more about it, man, I started recognizing, hey, whoa, a lot of this stuff is right there in Frog Logic, which was really cool, right? Really, really cool. I mean, it was one of those things where I was like, man, this is pretty awesome right there. I think we're going to, we're going to, uh, we're, we're doing pretty good, man. Now, when when you start to recognize, hey, you're on point with the things, your theories and your your ideas, now we're trucking. And, and you want to know frog logic for me is frog logic is four things. And and there's there's another one in the works right now that I've discovered some from other research I'm conducting for my next style of talk, right? Right now, frog logic is four things. Four things that I've used to pull me out of the abyss, out of that darkness to to give me the tactics I needed on the battlefield of life. And that's one first you need to learn how to embrace your fear. Because you can't defeat fear, folks. I'm telling you right now, you cannot defeat it. You're wired for it physiologically, and you're taught it your whole life. So you ain't getting rid of it, so you better learn how to embrace it. And nobody does it better than us in the teams. And you know why? Because when you can teach a young person to put a smile on their face as they run into almost you know these harrowing, crazy, incredible situations going after the worst people on the world, now you're talking, that's pretty amazing stuff. There's, there's, some, there's some legit ideas and, and, and things going on there, and, and there are. That's why we have one of the most successful programs on the planet, right? That's why everybody wants to understand, how do Navy SEALs do it? How do you co- co- do it? Well, first off, we learn to embrace our fears. The second one I've discovered, right, the next in line is once you got that down, because that's the core root of all inhibition in your life. That's the core root of this battlefield that's going on in your mind. That's the core root of all this stuff, right? It's the fact that your fear is, is, is got the best of you. Now, once you got your fear under control and you can embrace it, now you've got to forge your self-confidence because every day that negative insurgency is wanting to bring you down, wanting to hammer the snot out of you. Right in a bunch of different ways through rejection, through failures, through through struggles, through financial troubles, through all this stuff. So your self confidence is, is taking a core beating every day. That's why I developed and I wrote a book. Wrote a book. If you want to know more about it and what I talk about, I got a book out there called Forging Self Confidence. Right, Navy SEAL motivational training, forging self confidence. You can buy it on. Uh, you can get it on Amazon. You can get it on all the Kindle, all the whatever. You can buy it from us on our website. We'll send you a, a, a soft copy of it, right, directly if you like to have that physical book. And I've got a lot of exercise where you can answer questions and stuff in there. Absolutely. Dig that, right? And I'm working on my second book because after you get your self-confidence dialed in, what's next, man? Then you got to commit to a team orientation, Everything about your life has to be team-focused. you got to suspend the whole me, 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 my, my, mine. I got this. It's all mean. I'm all, I'm all about myself. Nobody cares about me but me. All that nonsense, right? 
can't even believe it's, this stuff is still perpetuated out there, but it is. And it is in a big way in a lot of different environments. Now, I'm not saying we got to be super inclusive and all that because competition is relevant. You got to have that. But at the same time, man, you are not going to succeed on a battlefield in your brain without help externally because you don't know everything. So it's, it's committing to what I call the team life. And again, if you want to understand more of this, I've got shows on embracing fear, shows on self-confidence, and shows on living the team life. And I've got videos on my YouTube channel as well too, right? And if you listen and you go and you like it, do me a favor and subscribe to the channel. Or, or tell your friends about it, right? Spread the word for me. I'm very proud to you know, have, have over 2 million views on YouTube. And, and I'm very proud to have over a million downloads on this radio show. And we got some big, big things coming up here in the future. I know I've been promising a long time. My speaking schedule has just been so crazy. And, uh, you know, I've been working with so many of the top companies out there. It's just, it's nuts right now. Man, they are digging frog logic. And the final thing, once you're dialed in with that, final thing is you got to live with purpose. And that purpose component is huge. Right? What is purpose? Purpose is the internal motivation that drives you to endure the combat of life. That thing you can't quite put your hand on, your faith in something, your dreams, your drive, your, your, you know, your focus. That's purpose, man. And I ask this all the time. I love, I love getting out there and saying to my, in my, I'll get in front of a big crowd and I'll come down and jump down in the, in, the, in, the, in the pit down there and I'll be like, hey, right here, what's your purpose? And people look at me with this blank stare in their face. Seriously, no, what is your purpose in life? What are you meant to do? No, 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 no. I, I get you. Yeah, yeah, you want to be a good person. Yeah, you want to be a good husband, a good father. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You want to be uh, a success. Roger, but how? And to what end? You, you can't just let something as big as purpose just float around out there. Like some cliche. And that's just going to lead you right back into that battlefield where you're unprepared. You're not trained up. You're not dialed in because you don't know what your purpose is. And where to apply that purpose. I mean, man, that's huge. Absolutely huge. I just had this young man call me on the phone yesterday. I'd met with him last spring. And, of course, he wants to be a Navy SEAL. And I get... I get hundreds of these, right? People, oh, I want to be a Navy SEAL. How do I do it? And I said, every now and then, if there's somebody that strikes me and something squared away, I'll, I'll reach out. And I'll, so I sat this young man down and I talked to him. Actually, I'm going to tell you a story about two young men. I talked to two of them. I told one, yeah, this is what it is. This is how it works. This is how it's going to change you this is forever. This is what it requires. This is it. Yeah, Roger, I'm fired up. Well, he reached out again to me on, online, one of them, and was like, yeah, I'm ready to go. So I call, he calls me. I set up a time in my busy, crazy, nutty schedule. I get on the phone with him, and he tell, he's like, uh, I'm not sure. I'm like, when are you going? What, what's the date? When are you going in? What, what, you know, tell me your plan. What's your plan? He didn't have one. He's like, ah, I'm not sure. He's got to do this. Well, let me tell you what. That ain't purpose. If you say in one sentence, yes, this is absolutely what I want to do and how I'm going to, you know, what I want to do, this is my purpose in life, and then in the next sentence you say, I don't know, or I'm not sure, I, I'm not whatever, then you're wrong. Now, granted, you might 
develop the, the skill sets behind to fulfill and push that purpose. But at the end of the day, let me tell you what, if, you're not, if you don't get yourself up to speed and dialed in on how that you're going to achieve that purpose and, and, and make, be flexible to change it as you change and life change, then you're wrong, man. Purpose. And that's frog logic. Frog Logic is Navy SEAL motivational training. It's me helping you to light the fire in your gut to teach you how to achieve success in every environment imaginable. All right? By teaching you the things that I've learned over the past 25 years, but also based on you know, me combining my experiences and research with over 70-plus years of UDT Navy SEAL operations, training, and elite performance. Researching, testing, talking, interviewing, sharing experiences with some of the greatest human beings you'll ever meet. And this is the stuff that works, I'm telling you. So as I, as I looked at positive psychology and, and the more I study it and the more I go and hear them, you know, hopefully I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to wrap up my, my, my degree here at Penn State, my undergrad, and then I'm going to apply to get a master's in positive psychology at UPenn. I want to go study with the man, Martin Seligman. I figure, you know what, that's a great idea. This stuff looks to be like it works, man. So that's my mission. That's my next goal. That's my next purpose here from an academic perspective. Now, that's a lot. And for most of us out there, that's just, you know, you got your life going. You got a lot going on, man. You just can't, you're not going to go that big. All right? Now, here's the deal. Here are four frog logic concepts that hit you, get you going, right? To get you prepared, better suited for the battle that's going on inside your mind right now. Step one, right, you, if you gain some positive ground, if you have a success, if you have a relationship, if you uh, are good at a hobby, if, you, if you, are, you enjoy doing something a lot, hold on to that. And protect it with your life. Right? Maybe it's CrossFit. Maybe you love CrossFit and that's your salvation every day. Or it's going for a run. Or, you know, maybe you love playing bridge. Or or maybe you uh, love doing art. Or what, I don't care what it is. But whatever your pot, you're, you, you're achieving something somewhere. I know you are. Because I believe it, that everybody out there has some quality, something that they're good at. I just know it. I've seen it too many times. There's some redeeming quality. Even the worst people on the planet have some redeeming qualities. Right? Now, here's the deal. Tiffany, you got to hold that ground. Don't give up an inch on it. Don't allow the other pressure that you're applying to yourself and the other portions of the battle that you're waging to tear away at that positive ground. So stay true and hold hard on that piece. Right? how you can make a bigger advancement. The second one is, once you got that, you get a little break, maybe there's a lull in the battle, right? Then you got to go recon what the truth is about that internal battle. You know, you got to go figure out why you're losing that war. Now, what is it? Now, be honest with yourself. And, and to make a statement that, oh, everybody's against me, I don't have all the things I need, I don't have enough money, all bull. All right? Because you hear there's a million and there's a million trillion gazillion stories out there about people who have nothing who achieve everything. 
and it's your perspective on what value and what self-worth and all these things are. That's what you have to find the truth of is your perception of value, is your perception of success. Is it so distorted because it has external influences that it's in, it, it, you're just – you're not even in, in the right – you're not even you – know, here's, what, here's what you're doing. You're on a modern battlefield with an old musket and a tomahawk. Now, granted, you'd look pretty cool out there, but it'd take about 35 seconds for somebody with an RPG and an AK to wipe you out. And that's what the negative insurgency has. In fact, they're improving their armaments every day because they not only have the physical presence against you, but they can get in your head almost like, you know, they're a double agent. They're recruiting you every day. So what are you doing, man? You got to recon truth and find that truth, man. Find it fast. Now, once you hit that truth, man, holy cow, that earth is going to shake. It's like getting a JDAM dropped on yourself. Now, that JDAM you got to have because it shakes you to your core. And once you're there and you're shaking and you're lying out and you're sprawled out on that battlefield, you feel like you're bleeding out. It feels like those, you know, that that space, the light's kind of fading out. And you can feel yourself getting weak. And you're not sure, man. You're like, wow, this is horrible. I can't believe I'm here. I never thought I'd get this bad. Just look up. Look up. Look up to the team that's around you because there are people that are around you. They're there. They're waiting. Just ask them for help. And if they're not there... Right now, just keep looking up. Keep straight, going straight up. And reach your hand out to God. Because no matter what, God will reach back and give you what you need. And that's a new coat of armor. And that armor is fueled. That armor is strengthened. It's forged in love. And when you reach out and you put that new armor on, right, you coach yourself, right, you plug those holes, you put on your new armor of love, and you stand up and you're ready to get back in that fight because now you've got that incredible, dynamic, huge coat of armor, your new plates on, your new helmet, your face armor. Because you're ready to get out there and charge forth into the breach with love. Because guess what? No matter what, no matter what, as long as you are using love, as long as love is a part of your new uniform, it builds your kit, it, it's stacked in your mags, as long as that's what you're firing with, you can never be defeated. Let me repeat that, right? If you wage war with love, you will never be defeated, period. I'm telling you, proving it over and over and over again. So has humanity proven it over and over and over again. The thing that gets you out of your head, the thing that cleans up your mind, the thing that gives you the confidence, the the focus, the purpose in life in order to go forth and make an impact and make a difference, folks, is love. Period. That's power. So put your armor of love on and get back in the fight.
So, uh, as you guys all know, I reached out uh, on the internet, as I do on on my own my own page on David B Rutherford Facebook. Now, listen, if if you've been trying to uh, friend me on David B Rutherford, I'm at five thousand friends there, so I can't. So, if you would please, please. Just go over to our Team Frog Logic page on Facebook and like us there. We put all the same stuff out of my daily dose of motivation. Every single day on Facebook is there, or not every day, but I try to get them out more often. All announcements, all that stuff on our Team Frog Logic and David Team Frog Logic page. Go ahead and, and join us there. Or you can follow me on Twitter at Team Frog Logic. I'm on Instagram at Team Frog Logic. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Google Plus. I'm on Pinterest, and I'm on uh, Tumblr. Uh, we're getting ready, uh, so join me. And I, I put out motivational content all the time. That's what we do at Team Frog Logic. We 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 provide motivational content to the masses. So I, w- I want to just get here real quick and, and get into some of these. The question I asked today. So the question I asked on 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 my page was this. I go Navy Seal Radio Show question for today. Why are we our own worst enemy? Now, in my personal page, let's go to my, my our team page here right now. All right, let me just refresh this thing. Team page, why are we our own worst enemy? Uh, so right here, Megan says, everything begins and ends with ourselves. Very profound. It's true. It's true. Although, you know, I'd be willing to, to, to chat with you and say, well, you know, External influence, we don't begin or end that. I mean, we can begin our perception of it, but it continues on, right? So there's applied pressure from other forces, just like other masses in the world, you know, that, that you know, it doesn't – we don't begin and end that, right? Even if we're unconscious or conscious state, there's still other matter that's affecting us in certain ways. But I see where you're coming from. All right. The next one is I always, I always think neg- negatively. Don't trust myself. Don't dare to take risks. That's why I'm my worst enemy. And that's normal. That's normal. Listen, we, we don't trust ourselves in many times. When we don't take risks, we, we have this fear, right? So what you got to do is start checking out how to embrace your fears. And once you can do that, then you'll start gaining the, 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 the effects of, of moving forward. All right, let's go to my personal page right now. All right, here you go. So the first one that came in right after acid from my good friend uh, Marcus Torgensen. Uh, Marcus is a, just a wonderful human being. He's an amazing uh, Krav Maga instructor in Texas. This guy's amazing. Check him out on Facebook. Check him out. If you want to learn Krav Maga, there's not a better instructor out there. The guy's an amazing human being. Uh, follow him. He's all over the place, and he's just a good person, He's a and he's got a great attitude about how it works. So let me share with you right here. He says, we don't feel like we deserve happiness. Easier to, easier to let the negative insurgency invade or take over. Now, he's, he's spot on right there. Many people actually believe they don't deserve happiness. There, there's a self-deprecation that exists in our, in our society that's woven itself into not only our vernacular, but our way of thinking, all that. And it's devastating. And you've got to get out from under that. All right, my friend Alex says, because we have BS narratives programmed on repeat inside our heads, telling us we need to seek comfort and equilibrium instead of the adversity that demands that demands we muster all our resources to adapt and grow. Alex, that's beautiful, right? Telling us we need to see comfort and equilibrium, right? This homeostatic place, right? This, ba- this, this balance. Well, listen, life is not perfectly still and will never be perfectly still ever. 
It, 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 it's always fluctuating. There's just it's matter doesn't stop moving ever. Energy never stops. So to think you can create a stillness in that. Yes. And don't get me wrong. Meditative states and meditation and all those moments of quiet and being out in the outdoor. Absolutely necessity because it grounds you, gives you a new perspective, all these things. Very positive. But there's no such thing as a static place. So I love that. Michael says uh, uh, failure isn't a part of the equation until our thoughts allow it to be. Now, I'm not going to buy that, all right, because we, as instructors, we used to impose failure on people, right? It was a part of the process. Now, my good friend, Cindy Dietz-Marsh, who I love dearly, Cindy, I love you, uh, she says, because we let liars and idiots sometimes get the best of us, instead of laughing it off and letting truth and karma shine through. Now, Cindy, I dig that, all right? Now, the one thing, too, about liars and idiots, they're always out there. They're not going anywhere, as you well know. The challenge is, is, is grounding yourself right in the karma, grounding yourself in the truth of positivity, and that you need some skill sets to do that. All right, Brian says, we're the only ones in control of our thoughts. Yeah, that's, that's for sure, but think about the educational process of how you've learned to think, right? What are the outside influences you apply in your own mind to develop how you address things, right? That comes from external places, right? You don't it just doesn't you don't just magically wake up and, and think therefore I am. That's not the way it works. You have outside influence. All right, Chris says it's much easier to be negative and let and let that control your thoughts because negativity can be immediate and it's a much easier way to think. Positivity and belief that we are more than we think takes time and it's not instant an instant a feeling. Seeing yourself in a new light takes work and is an investment. Amen. Rose says, because your unconscious mind knows you can't do you can do better while your conscious mind thinks that all you could have done while you are, are, are out there. I don't know about conscious mind. I mean consciousness and subconscious, that's a whole nother thing. Zachary, I can't believe I believe that from birth that we may be thought of as parenting, may actually be implanting false and untrue beliefs into one's mind and those negative statements. And beliefs become a part of one's own internal dark dialogue. Now you're, you're, you're rocking, Zachary. You're on point right there. Now listen, folks, you've you got the battle going on in your, farm, your brains, and I appreciate that. But hopefully this, this podcast has given you some ideas, something to think about, something to, to gravitate towards to get you back in the fight. Now, I promise you the battlefield will go on, but you can do it. And I want to thank all those who've helped me stay in the fight. I want to thank my wife, the Admiral, my beautiful kids, my, my parents, my friends, everybody at Team Frog Logic, the Brotherhood, all those out there that have had an amazing influence on me. I, I bless you. God bless you. I can't thank you enough. And all you, my listeners, I love you. Keep in the fight. We're always here at TeamFrogLogic.com. Get out there, search us out, and go strong. I'm